0: Don't touch that dial. You are now tuned in to Pruner TV, brought to you by Adobe Radio, in partnership with Nice Guy Digital. Without further ado, here's the guy who once played Charlize Theron's boyfriend in a Japanese car commercial. Your host, Aaron Pruner.
1: Oh, what fresh hell is this? My name is Aaron Pruner. Welcome to the show. This is, if you didn't already figure out by the lovely intro by... Kelly Pruner, my wife. This is Pruner TV, and this is a show where we talk about TV. And my name's Aaron Pruner, so it's almost like you're tuned into my channel. I brought you into my television. This could be like a Twilight Zone episode. Could get a little weird, but at the end, there will be a nice, nice happy ending. Joining me in the booth is Katie Leclerc from uh, The Brett Davern Show. Did I pronounce your name wrong? Yeah, K- Katie Leclerc.
0: Leclaire. leclerc Oh, like a chocolatey Claire. Oh,
1: like a Stephen Colbert, except <laughs> not. Not with a T, but also with a funny spelling. Yes. <laughs> Can I be Aaron Prunair? Yeah. <laughs> this, I actually uh...
0: like that better. Can we change it?
1: Yeah, the T is silent. <laughs> there are other people in the room with me. I was going to introduce since this is the first episode of this new show. I am joined to the left of me is my beautiful wife, Kelly, whose voice you heard in that intro. Uh, She helped me a lot with that. And she's in the room with me, not necessarily to spend time with me, (laughs) but she wanted to see my guest, my old friend, uh, a man who can do so many voices. It's kind of insane. Mr. Eric Bowza, thanks for pointing out that I was a man. It, well, <laughs> look, you could you could be a very talented female voiceover because, artist uh, yeah, that just does that voice. That just, I don't that
2: I sound like a dude. Hey, good to be here,
1: guys. So today we're going to talk a lot about the world of cartoons. Okay, what Eric's been up to. A lot, okay, just to kind of give you in, uh, insight into who I am and why Eric's here. Uh, I've done a podcast for about five years. It started off as a show called Pass the F and Remote on GeekNation.com, and that's where Eric first came on the show and blew my damn mind uh with all the voices. he could do Morgan Freeman. It's just insane. And I'm sure he's added more voices to his repertoire since then. Uh Pass the F and Remote became a new show called Punch Drunk TV, where my co-host Jack Conway and I record at night, get Shit faced and uh, rant about television. And we don't always see eye to eye on things, and that's why it's called punch. Because we punch kind of, not in the physical sense, but like literally. Uh not literally, but figuratively figuratively, not literally. Correct. All right. Mondays, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Tuesday though. So thanks. Oh, oh, uh... Um before we get into all of this other stuff we're gonna talk about, I wanted to go over a few pieces of news. That I found to be conversation-worthy. Have you been watching any of the Olympics? Anyone? Olympics?
0: Slightly. Some. Yep.
1: In what is your favorite sport versus... Olympic sport? What sport gets you like really tuning in? Well, I, I like w- the Winter Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the whole almost kill your face uh, <laughs> luge thing. Oh, yeah, like, that's, or that's intense.
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. that, a, that is exciting. I like to the watch.
0: luge. Or like the bobsleds.
1: Those are good. How about how about ice skating? Like figure skating? Yeah, like the ice dancing. Yeah, ice dance. Yeah, we like the ice dancing. We're okay with it. So when you watch the ice dancing and you see those skimpy outfits, do you think, oh, God, what if? We don't want uh, anything bad to happen. Don't want any wardrobe malfunctions. Do you know where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Over the weekend, French ice skater Gabriella Papadakis suffered a wardrobe malfunction on live television during uh, their short program. Uh, Part of her top came off during the number. And and look, I mean, I got to give her props because she continued. That was my question. Yeah. She continued. And uh, NBC apparently noticed that it was not just a brief thing. And they ended up pulling into a wide shot, and then in the replays, oh, they they like digitally masked the nipular area. Sure. I'm coining that term, by the way. <laughs> um, so when she talked, oh, Papadakis was interviewed right after, and she said to reporters, I felt it right away and prayed. That's about all I could do.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> Especially because it's so cold, it's just very
1: obvious. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Look, I've done live theater before, and a situation like that, I don't think I could just go on. I mean, Anyone like that? You just run off the stand. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you're understudy. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If uh, you know, if certain areas of my body sort of fell out of my my. But this you're is li- the
0: Olympics. Yeah. Like this is her one shot to do this. Well, what yeah. does
1: happen though if if she did decide to do
2: something about it and go off the? Head, she's disqualified. It's done, right? But, yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure.
1: But okay. now she's going to be known for this, right?
0: Well, at least she's known for something. But she owned she, it, though. But Good what, for what did her. she place?
1: I uh, did she advance I to mean, the next? Oh. That's Great the thing. Question, I have Eric. no idea.
2: Because if she stayed to finish the, did they
1: give her bonus points? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't. There know. should be that.
1: There yeah. should be that. That's uh, uh, funny. Next piece of news here. Uh, I talked about this last week. This is huge. Um, Early in the year, uh, this news went out that Disney bought Fox. And a lot of speculation has been going around about how that's going to work because Disney owns ABC and Marvel. How how will that work? Well, earlier in the year, Netflix basically poached Shonda Rhimes from ABC with $100 million, with a $100 million deal. Last week, they poached Ryan Murphy for $300 million for a five-year deal. And in July, he's going to start developing shows at Netflix. Now, this is Ryan Murphy, a man who said that he pictured himself being buried on the lot at Fox. That Fox was going to be his overall life. But I guess now Disney coming in has really flipped things up a bit. Like, they've... He's working for the mouse. (laughs) No! Well, yeah, but no. Like, okay, so his deal with Fox is up in July. He's moving over to Netflix, but he's still going to be show running American Horror Story. American Crime Story, 911 on Fox, the new show Pose on FX. And uh I guess loses mind in the process. How as a showrunner can you do all of that and still I guess maintain some it's, sort of
2: It's that's just how that's the going right now, man. I feel 300 like 300 million. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that's like nothing to to Fox, but for him that's like, you know, it's crazy. Endless Endless work. I guess is it a conflict of interest?
1: Is what you're saying? No, no, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm just like if it's you're kind of weird that
2: Disney owns. Oh, just Disney just bought this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just got texted. I mean Kelly, uh, Kelly. watched... I own you now. <laughs> All of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that the <laughs> the voice of the devil? Just sure. There. Yeah. Uh, Kelly watched multiple episodes of 911 the other night, and it's Ryan Murphy's newest Fox show that is killing in the ratings, and it's also insane it's a it's cra- crazy band it's Paw patrol for adults
0: yeah I mean, it's <laughs> just is it not i feel like
2: everything's rescue now like every like if you watch every cuz i have i have a, a, a kid i'm almost 2 years old uh my son not me um <laughs> But everything's like a search and rescue show now, so I feel like that nine one one thing
1: is just. Have you watched it? It's in Paw Patrol. Yes, no. I don't know what Paw Patrol is. you <laughs> probably will soon. Um, yeah. No, but nine one one. It's like it's like your normal search and rescue show, except all of the emergencies are insane. Well, the billboard for that. There's the an episode. One with the roller coaster y- yeah oh, that happens scary. dude falls out of a roller coaster upside roller down coasters. we were watching an episode where a bounce house literally blew off the edge of a cliff <laughs> and flew away like a okay. like a hot air balloon <laughs> about that one that's impossible right
0: <laughs> i mean but then they, the search and rescue dogs
1: show yeah, up yeah, and I mean, they find the kids. There was an yeah. episode where a guy he's got into a car duck. accident and Rebar got stuck in his head. He went into a coma and literally the next episode he's back at work and like nothing happened. Like he's fine. He's, everything's good. Fully but, healed. Like people full through his head. are loving this show. And my point was Ryan Murphy has so many, his hand in so many pots, you know, so many different shows. How do you maintain quality if he's still going to be developing new shows on top of that, but also overseeing other shows? Or are they going to, you know, lose?
0: They're going to have rebar in your head and then show up the next day with <laughs> <laughs> evidence.
1: Family Guy. That's, uh, that's my that's my uh, transition to the next piece of news. Hi, is, is this nine one one? Yeah, I, I got I got some stuff in my head. So, uh,
2: hi, I'm on the show nine one one now. It's me, Peter Griffin. Eric Bowser, I'm going to interrupt everything. That's fine.
3: He's doing. Oh. Okay. I'm your boss now,
2: Family who the, Guy. Who the hell let this guy in? This guy with the mouses, oh, no shirt, and, yes. and underwear.
1: He's got he's got yellow buttons on his red underwear. Do you want to take over? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Family Guy's going to be uh, putting Stewie in therapy. What? Executive producer Rich Appel told TV Line, when Stewie's with his therapist, they pretty immediately address questions of sexuality. The episode covers that and then goes to deeper issues for Stewie. The episode's going to air on March 11th. Mm-hmm. So, are. Uh, look, I don't watch Family Guy regularly. Are we implying that Stewie's gay? Hadn't, haven't they always? Always. I, I, I don't watch the show! <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing that you don't watch? You watch, watch everything. Except family. I games. never said I watched everything. I mean,
0: he watches a lot of
2: things. You should watch everything.
1: do watch. Isn't the that meditation? your job? <laughs> uh, <laughs> isn't no. your
2: last name TV? Or that's your
1: second last name? I mean, Aaron <laughs> Pruner TV. Yes, that's true. That's true. It's well, like Esquire. How much more can we explore this? Because I know this has been explored in previous episodes of the show, right? Like, but I guess Stewie has never seen a therapist before, so this is legit going to be going into some sort of scarring. I mean,
0: his dog talks, so I'm sure he's going to have a rough <laughs> adulthood. That's true.
1: Yeah. What? what yeah. What's the dog's name? Brian. Brian. We're going to talk about <laughs> Brian's sexuality next? He's a crooner. He's,
2: yeah, he's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Eh? <laughs> All right.
1: I got a final piece of news here. Um, Sharknado. Do we love that movie? Because oh. they keep making them. Which one is this now? This is going to be part six. <laughs> six? Were there already? six? We're already to Sharknado six, and I know this oh, because man. for my job for Sharknado five, I had to live blog this when I was working at zap to it and I had to create a bunch of crazy GIFs. Um, at the end of Sharknado 5, uh, by the way, Dolph Lundgren showed up in the movie. As himself. And they <laughs> they time traveled. Oh. It ended kind of like back to the future. Now Sharknado 6 is going to feature. I'm sorry. So... <laughs> Ian Ziering is going to travel back in time. He's... Uh, I, I don't know the plot. All I know is there's going to be Nazis. Oh boy. And he's going to ride on Noah's Ark. What? Are are there okay. going to be Nazi sharks? <laughs> I'm assuming with freaking laser beams attached to their heads. I mean, I feel like that would be that would be a logical place to go, well, right? If Nazi we're time sharks traveling with Nazis and Noah's Ark? I, yeah. I, I knew about the and...
2: Nazis and the time travel, but I did not know about Noah's. Ark. Yeah.
1: Cool. Thanks.
2: Does it have a <laughs> does, does Noah's
1: Ark have a flux capacitor on it? Is that why <sighs> Man, I feel like that's a trademark issue. (laughs) Who with who? (laughs) I don't know. The estate of Hitler. (laughs) At 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 this point, I don't know. Is that is that public domain? Sharks are public domain. (sighs) Look, I just wanted to share some things that. That's how the pitch started.
2: With that, (laughs) they're like, "Look, I just wanted to share some things on my radar, like Nazis and Noah's Ark, yeah, and Ironsiring."
0: And I think we should combine them all together because that's the best.
1: Well, those are the. Bit of trending topic news. I wanted to throw out you guys in this uh, intro of the first episode of Printer TV. We have a special guest. We will have special guests each week, but this week, the inaugural episode of Printer TV, Mister Eric Bowza is hey, in the building. Thanks for having me, man, on your maiden voyage. It's my maiden voyage. Hopefully, so this is the hopefully test run. If you listen, don't... if you listen back, you're gonna hopefully we don't fall victim s- to Nazi sharks. Then to trash.
2: We'll do it again next week. Yeah, click. Whatever Whatever that noise is, you'll be doing first episodes
1: as long as you have me, and so new episodes every time, (laughs) Eric. One yes. thing I Aaron. didn't realize until recently is you're Emmy-nominated? Oh, yeah. What? what? Is that right? I don't know. Let's check. Let's check Google. Your, Twitter <laughs> Can we Google so? this? your Twitter said so. Oh, Twitter said so. Disney just bought Google. <laughs> <laughs> well.
2: Oh, uh, I just bought Google. So, Eric. I own everything now.
1: But let me back up for a second. Yes. Uh, I had Eric on my show, past the F in Remote, back in 2013. That was 5 years ago wow and since then we' that even a year i forget right. yeah you were doing turbo fast who is the president
3: let's not do that i'll tell you who the president is now okay we got a very he's hot doing show. The hand
1: he's doing the. <laughs> so, it's
3: okay. uh, that I, I see cameras here i can't help it i keep wow. looking at the cameras you know you're gonna make podcasts great again this i can guarantee you are you uncomfortable yesterday was my day it was my day Your yesterday. mouth
0: does what his mouth does. And it, does. it is it really weird.
3: And I can see you're, you're about to spit <laughs> up your breakfast. I had
1: questions, but, sorry, go ahead. you know, you could just okay. go and 2013. do your thing. Let's no, get no, back on let track. Me, let, me, let me back <laughs> up a bit for people who aren't familiar with you. How We're did you not. start? How did you start in this industry? You're 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 regularly working in, in the voiceover um, world, but you didn't start in voiceover, right? No, no I started
2: out uh, on the other side of the glass. I was a character layout artist, and that they don't even have that position anymore in animation because of budget cuts and all that stuff. Uh, the reason why, I like a lot of old cartoons, like a lot of old Disney, and like well, a lot of feature films still have it, but uh, televised animation doesn't really. Uh, have character layout, which is the position after storyboard and uh, before animation. It's it's I finesse all the storyboard drawings into actual poses, and then I learned you could actually make more money talking. And I said, "Screw this!" And uh, that's when I left.
1: Did you always did you always know you you had this talent of doing voices? Um, I'm just gonna sound more Jewish as we <laughs> go on.
2: Well, if you're going to go that way, I'm going to do it, too. I'll do my I Jackie Mason. Written, you okay. know, Before, in high school, I, I used to make geez, fun of man. all the teachers. Yes, you see, I, I also like Caddyshack. That also oh, was uh, one of my man. favorite Caddyshack, too. So always, this was always a thing. Anytime I could make fun of a teacher, yes. But uh, as far as character voices, I, I didn't really. I mean, everyone thinks they could do voices, and they can't. <laughs> and then they get older, and then they figure out how to use their voice. And that's kind of like where I landed. I think as far as where it took a professional turn was working in animation and a lot of my peers had pilots in production and could not afford bigger actors and or just the regular actors or even union working actors. They're like, we have a, a pilot in production. Could you lend your voice for free? And I'd just be like, sure. And then one of those pilots turned into a series and that was uh, El Tigre, directed by uh, Jorge Gutierrez. He's the the guy that, directed Book of Life, and um, up until now he was going to do the one of the Lego sequels that was coming out. Okay. They were going to have like a a race, like wacky races, but with Lego kind of thing. But um, I'm already imagining the video game tie-in. I'm sure. It's it's Lego. They've become this like comedy filter for everything. Yeah. As long as it's Lego, it's automatically fun. Right, yeah. You become... got Lego
1: Donald Trump, and people won't yeah. get mad.
2: <laughs>
3: no, they'll no, still get mad. <laughs> I remember there was a point when I was doing that. This impression in sessions, okay? And people laughed, and then he became president, and people wanted to punch me in the balls. Can we say balls? <laughs> We could say balls. I didn't specify. We could <laughs> be, be talking about sports balls.
1: You, you could be.
3: I love sports balls. I don't. I approve this message. Okay, sorry, going. So
1: from El Tigre, yes. and then <laughs> you're I mean, staring right. at me like you're
3: going to you, you strangle me. <laughs> I'm
1: amazed. I love it. I mean, what I know about I'm you. Amazed
3: too. This voice <sighs> amazes everyone at McDonald's. <laughs> Try ordering a Mac Junior in this voice. It's amazing. <laughs> I'll get a Mac Junior. You know, when I invited you here, I did not expect Donald Trump. And between. The Mac Jr., can you put a cheeseburger in the Mac Jr.? It becomes a Big Mac again. We're going to make hamburgers actually with more bread, like six slices of bread. Anyways, go on, sorry. You're uh, looking at me like, I'm not even just,
1: blinking. Uh, <laughs> it's a talent. Uh, what I know about, I remember the last time we talked, you told me about how you voiced Stimpy on Ren and Stimpy. Was Stimpy, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, I always look at that as like I was the substitute teacher. For me, Billy West will always be, you know, them, as as Mel Blanc will always be Bugs. I feel like right. I feel like there are certain characters in history that just people own. Yeah, um, and that's definitely
1: one that you know. Billy, yeah, Billy's but up. I mean, you've racked up like a very impressive is. list of characters, right? Uh, yeah, right? Sure, I mean, we I were guess. talking <laughs> before we started recording that you're Marvin the Martian. I mean, that's yes. that's iconic. Yes, uh, you voice matched Mark <laughs> Hamill for uh, it was, for, uh,
2: but it was Lego. Let's yeah, go back to Lego. It doesn't always have S-
1: to be. You did Luke Skywalker. I basically did all the whining.
2: <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> all, I... all about Tashi Station. And don't don't tell him I said that.
1: <laughs> no. This isn't yeah, going I'm gonna, straight to his ears. I'm gonna ears, text him. He's when going we're to done. Me. And be like, hey, Mark.
2: <laughs> but Mark now he just sounds so much more gruff, and I I do like preteen. Hamill, I saw you've you've met him, right? Is that that's my favorite action figure, by the way, is pre, preteen Hamill? Preteen
1: Hamill. <laughs> oh my God, you've you've met. I him. don't have
2: enough chest hair. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> you've met him, yes, several times. Uh, we've worked together many times. Is yeah, I mean, I uh, I remember the day it was uh, an episode of Ultimate Spider-Man, and I walk in, and the the voice director Colette Sunderman, uh, who I work with often on these, like, projects, and she did not tell anyone that he was coming in, so we're just a bunch of kids sitting there in the lobby, and then in walks, you know, your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's just like, uh, I remember taking a picture of him, like, like the creep. I was just like, eh, like, the, like the reverse three angle, like three, three-quarter <laughs> angle from the back of him working, but I was just like, I remember I sent it out, and I was like, I get to sit next to the new kid. In school, which is, <laughs> I mean, he's been doing it for, he was the voice of the Joker and yeah. from Batman the Animated
1: Series. And, yeah,
2: you know, I mean, he, he yeah, he's Mark Hamill.
1: But, so. I mean, you've worked with a lot of cool people, though, but in, in the process, you've become an Emmy nominated voice. I, I keep going over that in my head, but okay. So I mentioned Marvin the Martian. Mm-hmm. You have, I mentioned Stimpy. Mm hmm. You you were talking outside about working on Looney Tunes. Yes. You're Fozzy. Ah, Can we just jump to Fozzie Bear? Kermit. Uh,
2: that's that's the one word that you have to say to get it.
1: Kermit Commit. Do I do it well? Ah, waka waka
2: Well baby Fozzie. I'm not Fozzy. Yeah. Frank again, Frank Oz, if it weren't for Jim and Frank, they you know, I wouldn't my kid wouldn't be going to college
1: uh so in a couple of years. Muppet babies <laughs> is being rebooted and you're um, that was my mom's favorite show when I was really? growing up. Really, was, was one obsessed. of my favorite shows. Yeah, what were you watching? I was also if your watching, mom was watching. Monday I was, I was Jimmy Stewart. I was like, I, I was like <laughs> can I
2: watch this with you, mom? Sure. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was my favorite. One of my favorite Saturday. Fozzie was, morning was shows. my favorite, and it went on. It was on for like like seven seasons or something. Yeah. A Saturday morning cartoon for seven seasons—that's kind of crazy. Like it, it went from like the eighties yeah. to the nineties. Right, yeah,
1: right. Yeah, I think I think it was late eighties, like very yeah. late eighties. But okay. But you're, you're, now, you're now voicing one of my childhood heroes. Like, oh, nice. Like, how does that – is there pressure there is what I'm saying? Because a, com- I mean, a
2: comedian that
1: doesn't believe in his jokes so always wears a hat. That's also where I come from. That's, yeah. I'm that's surprised I'm not wearing a hat. I actually, I showered. Feel like I feel I showered like, for you guys I today. feel like Fozzie's Jewish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I have a lot of things that I have in common with Fozzie. I'm going to start calling you Fozzie from That's now That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. When the new uh, uh, Muppets series that Office Take of the Muppets that was short-lived on ABC, I felt bad for Fozzie all the time. Was he was he really I only watched like a handful
2: of episodes of that. Um, cuz I only watch like a handful of episodes of almost anything now. I don't my attention span is really. He's, this Instagram really ruined my attention
3: span. <laughs> I'll
2: watch You also for a have minute. a kid. Dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Paw Patrol, bringing it back to Paw Patrol. (laughs) That I will watch gladly. I'm like, oh my god! I hope they rescue the mayor, (laughs) Mayor Humdinger. Is that true? Is that real? Is that something? That's a thing.
1: (laughs) Let's just talk about Paw Patrol. I mean, I feel like I need an education in Paw Patrol. Is it is it is it Pop, a Troll or is it Papa, Troll? Paw, P-A-W, Paw
2: Patrol. Oh, Paw Patrol. <laughs> They're dogs.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the trolls. Yeah.
2: Paw like, Patrol. Paw trolls
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> like Papa Smurf. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that's, so, another, that's a whole other show. I'm that so never... disconnected from children's entertainment. But speaking of that, I mean, now that you have a that, kid.
2: That's actually, uh, Muppet Babies will be my first preschool show that I've ever been on. Usually it's been like Adult Swim stuff or just, you know, regular... Uh, yeah, you've been in comedy stuff. But.
1: You've been in Transformers and Rick and Morty and like all these different things that that I dig. But like uh-huh. you know, Muppet Babies. It's on a, wait, Muppet a Babies. One. That's on Disney, right? Uh, yes. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just, uh-huh. Uh huh. I bought
3: that too. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it all.
1: <laughs> oh no, come on <laughs> You're making this really awkward for me. I love it. He bought us. <laughs> yeah. W- wait. But yeah. but my question. I was yeah. trying to be a little serious, a little serious with trying you. Trying. Good luck. You have a son. <laughs> Yes, I do. Does that make your job different for you like when you go and do entertainment like especially preschool, you know, um, preschool show like like Muppet Babies? I think it will when um
2: when we sit down and watch it. I think when I'm when I'm working in the booth it's just it's, you know, I go in and do the do the 9 to 5 thing and then it's not really 9 to 5. It's like 9 to 1 actually. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 9 to 1 or 2 to 6. <laughs> you cut. Uh. uh but uh yeah, actually I watched um uh, recently did the voice for Woody Woodpecker
1: in yeah in a feature straight another to DVD feature another film. favorite of mine when I was a kid. I learned how to draw Woody Woodpecker on a trip to Universal Studios and I became obsessed with him. Really? Yeah. So I'm gonna follow. So you this home. is this is I'm what gonna, this, this whole show's about today. That's, yeah, I just wanted to. <laughs> That's that little like
2: the, the burlap sack outside with the with it's, the. It's the the not ethanol. burlap on the inside. You weren't supposed uh, to see that. Did, yeah. <laughs> uh, my my body bag with my my toe tag attached to it. No. Uh. Uh, yeah, Woody Woodpecker. I used to again grow up watching Mish It was the Woody Woodpecker show, and um, and he was one of my favorite cartoon characters. And yeah, you know, getting to audition for it and then getting to voice it, it was a dream come true. Okay, for a film too. I've never yeah. been like you know the the, the main character in a, in a film before. So um,
1: that's great. <laughs> you. Acting like you didn't just read you. what she wrote on it. I left. didn't. I'm just, you know, I'm reading the room. Um, Eric. Yes. The last time I saw you, and we did this, not the last time I actually saw you. You I've almost made, hit me with your car I've at San a Diego Comic Con. of running into, literally running <laughs> into true. Eric Bauza Comic Cons. Like that scene in Pulp Fiction. Comic Cons. When Ving
2: Rams is crossing the street. Yeah. I had like a bag of donuts and a coffee. <laughs> And it was in it San was, Diego, it, and it was already hot and it was, gross outside. And, and I was Sommies. like, I yelled
1: out the window, Eric Bowser! And you forgot to hit the brakes yeah, on your car. that's true. <laughs> Took out my legs. I believe that was in Anaheim, not in San Diego. I that was
2: I right? Was it yeah. WonderCon? Yep. I see. I don't drive to San Diego. You do not? No, I okay. take the train down to that thing. I love driving to San Diego Comic Con.
1: It's great. Yeah, but you get <laughs> hotels. You get hotel rooms. Eric, for those of you listening who uh, don't know this, Eric moderates a lot of panels at uh, New York Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, WonderCon, but they're mostly within the voiceover world, right? Mm -hmm. So you know a lot of people in voiceover. Yeah. A lot of people who do, like, animation and stuff.
2: Even for shows that I'm not on, they'll ask me to, like, moderate stuff for them. Just, I like, you know, talking to people. I like making it not, like, informative. Like, you're not at, like, some... (laughs) dentist convention or something (laughs) you're at comic-con i talked to i I, i'm like yeah what did you have for breakfast today yeah like i don't know
1: i don't i don't you know could you imagine a dentist convention that sounds like the scariest thing i'm sorry to any dentists out there listening san diego dentist convention but when you when you moderate these panels is there any sort of prep work i mean do you get nervous the only thing that i
2: do Prep for is research where the people are from, so when I call them out on stage, it sounds like a boxing match. Like I'll oh really I'll I'll like make up a fake height and wait, uh, talk about the city they're from, and then call them out. So it's nice and fun
1: and not like
2: you know him from that show and it's like stuff that can, they already know. Can, can
1: you can you do it now? Like, no. No, no. Uh, <laughs> just I'm, flat my, out no. My name's Aaron. I'm five foot nine. You're you're doing it for me. Yeah, this is great. Oh, no. yeah. yeah, I mean,
2: you know, like just fun stuff. That's you know, I, I I don't like to keep it formal and make it like light for the
1: for the audience. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, you've done a lot of characters, like I said earlier. Are there is there any that stands out as a favorite? Uh, well,
2: uh, definitely like the. It's it's hard because I think as a voiceover artist, you want to like. Create a voice that is your own, and that, you know, maybe generations from now, people will. If the show becomes popular nowadays, it's like reboots are a dime a dozen. Like I did a, an original villain on 2012 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles called Tiger Claw. Yeah, and he was this badass tiger. I mean, there was Bebop and Rocksteady, and they would always be the bumbling idiots, right? Like throughout history, right? But this is the like the actual first henchman for Shredder that was actually like, I've killed people. <laughs> like, like, like he's also like missing an ear, an eye, and a tail.
1: And this was on Nickelodeon. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he's summoned the devil, played by Mark Hamill. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's one of the craziest and coolest characters I've ever played. And I hope that like six remakes from now, that I'm not the guy voicing him, and like maybe four other people or five other people have voiced him. You know,
1: and you're doing you, you did Splinter I'm doing Splinter now Are oh, you doing Splinter now
2: that sounds really gross and dirty
1: I'm doing Splinter now <laughs> yeah me and Splinter yeah, have a it was
3: neither gross nor dirty until yeah, you made it that until way until so, I brought it you. there
1: thank you thank you voiceover talent on children's entertainment I'm doing Splinter right now oh god <laughs>
3: cause you know that's the only person that would mate with me is a mutant rat that lives in the sewers of New York City she's got four sons they're also turtles Sorry, uh, I'm just going to let you go. No, no, Just, no, just okay, keep going. Sorry. Just
1: keep riffing, man. I, I, yeah, whenever you do Donald Trump, it's almost like I'm a, I, I'm a deer in yeah, headlights see, the thing and is, I don't know how to there's respond. A lot.
2: I feel like Trump is now like the new like Christopher Walken or the new Morgan Freeman, Freeman impression. Everyone has one, but I do.
1: Everyone does not have a Morgan Freeman impression.
2: Oh, they don't? No. Well, they should, because I'll tell you, he's very, very good, right? You can call someone. Like, I call Domino's Pizza, and I say, <laughs> I'll have... Pepperoni, <laughs> mushrooms, and green peppers.
3: No, I want anchovies. Okay, under the layer of green peppers, we're gonna put anchovies. You calling? You do both? You get no, like no, no, in an no. argument? <laughs> Donald Trump and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. In an argument. Yeah.
2: Who the hell are you in? How? Why the hell are you here?
3: I came through the back
2: door. I see. I do. Uh, what I was gonna say is, I do a soft Donald. Is what we okay. uh, <laughs> is what we call it at uh, sessions uh, on Ninja Turtles. Uh, I work with. Uh, Omar Miller, uh, Brendan Michael Smith, Josh Brenner, and Ben Schwartz on Ninja Turtles. Okay. They, they play the four brothers. Yeah. And, you know, they're on-camera actors and also celebrities. You right. know, they're very well-known um, to, to you know, they, all the shows that they're on are, are pretty, pretty well-known. And uh, this is, like, a lot of their first experiences doing voices for an animated series. Like, you know, they... They're on HBO stuff and NBC stuff, you know. Um, But they're clearly having so much fun voicing on this show. But, you know, they're hired to sound like themselves, more or less. And I'm hired to not sound like me. So every time I'm in there and we're in between, like, you know, scenes or whatever, and I start doing, like, voices and he comes up, they you know, they all take their headphones off and turn around just to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Especially Josh Brenner, who we know as Big Head from Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> he's the nicest guy, but he's always like, this must be so boring for you coming in here watching us. Too. <laughs> but he's like, he, he tell he's again, so nice. He's like, I just come in here waiting for you to do like the next, like whatever trick voice you have up your sleeve. And,
3: but we've dubbed this as soft
1: Donald. Can because... you do it without doing the hands? <laughs> no, you Is have it's... to do the
3: hands because that's the only way it works.
1: And you've also you also voiced all the Beagle Boys in uh, Ducktales. All twenty eight of them.
2: <laughs> yes, we did twenty eight or twenty one. I don't. am not even sure. That's uh, how do you keep track? I they they keep track for me. I remember walking and they didn't even tell me that that was happening. I do uh, bouncer, big time, and burger, and they actually wanted them to sound more like southern because Ma Beagle that, she was always like. Boys, get them, like, south, you know, like, down south. And in the 80s or the 90s, whenever the original Duck tells aired, they kind of had, like, different voices. They all had different, like, regional dialects. They all weren't, like, Mob Beagle. So they're like, we're going to make them all, like, they're, they're actual kids, not, like, <laughs> adopted children. I mean, they're dogs, though. Who knows where they come from? But sure. um off the street. But, yeah, they all kind of sound like... More or less like this. Like, hey, this
3: is this is big time right here. And he's the smallest one, and he tells the idiots what to do. And then there's Bouncer. He's the big dumb one. All right, Ma. And then, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: that's Burger. <laughs> Burger can't talk. He has he has a bit of a a short tongue. Sure, for Doug. Poor dog. Sure, that yeah. sucks. Being a dog and having a short tongue, you can't reach anywhere. Right, right. Exactly. Thank you. Nothing is short you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. A little hands and short tongue. Oh, uh, Donald Donald, Donald knows. All, you can see all reaching for your weapons every time <laughs> I... We're gonna offend someone on this show. Did you know Judgment Face was the original <laughs> duck face? Yeah,
2: we we're just talking
1: about that. That's a lesson I learned on the break. I just got
2: called up for not knowing which MC Hammer <laughs> song was the motion
1: picture uh. uh Adam's theme song. Family yeah, for, you know, Adam's family. family Values. Okay. Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I'm willing. I'm willing <laughs> now to wager some. No, you're calling some, me out on it. No, I'm, I'm willing not sure. to wager some money. This on is it. not a movie podcast. This is a TV podcast. I just remember seeing MC Hammer hosting SNL in the early '90s to promote uh, you know Adam's what? family, I'm, and he had like an eight-minute-long music montage performance. I'm gonna say that it was for
2: part one, and that part two was done by the uh, uh, the uh, the mm-hmm. the Who Let the Dogs Out guys or something. <laughs> no i don't I'm no. yes i'm gonna i'm gonna look no, it
1: up i'm and when i'm i'm saying no and when i'm back here next week <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. call you out come on back eric you could be my hype man um this is the final segment of the show are we excited we're almost uh we're almost home
2: uh thanks again for having me on here for the whole thing i know that's uh uh
1: whether or not I could stay. But... I believe I was begging you to stay on through my text messages to you. Cool. Yeah, I believe cool. that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the part of the show where I tell you what I think is good that's on right now. Now, since the Olympics have been dominated TV, dominating TV, there's a lot of shows that have not come back yet. So I've been watching a lot of Netflix recently, um, and there are three shows uh, over the past few weeks that I really enjoyed. And so because this is my show... And you're in my TV, I'm going to tell you what to watch. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Um, There is a show that premiered on Friday on Netflix called Everything Sucks. And, you know, when I I started watching the first episode, I'm like, wow, this show sucks. Because it's a show that takes place in the 90s. It's 1996. It takes place in a town called Boring, Oregon, at Boring High School. And it's all about the 90s and the angst of growing up in the 90s and... The first episode, it felt like the writing was every other breath was a 90s reference. To just remind you, it's 1996. But then it hit its groove and became this like fun but heartfelt comedy drama that I was not expecting, that I did not see coming. And I binged through that so quickly. I got through the first 10 episodes. I'm like, well, there's no more. Where's more? I want more. So do we find out that everything doesn't suck? I mean it's the 90s. If you do do we remember the 90s? It's a
0: happier time.
1: Was it? <laughs> Space Jam. It w- <laughs> yes. Sure. Um that's coming back too. <laughs> yeah, actually.
2: <laughs> kind of I think it is. Did right? we expect With to LeBron. be talking
1: about face Le- face face jam. Face Jam. Face jam. <laughs> that's actually what we're calling it now. That
0: one's on the internet already.
1: Yeah. dot oh, okay. Facejam.com. I'm not <laughs> oh, telling any of you guys to go there. Um the next show is a show Kelly and I, my lovely wife, who is still sitting next to me. Uh, really? With the patch? She's just like, yeah. She's only sitting you, next to you
2: because you, you have you, your foot on hers. That you can't get away. <laughs> you can't <laughs> see <laughs> under the table. Uh,
1: Netflix? Front- I can. I can oh, see fuck.
3: under the table. That's how I won the
1: election. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I judged by where your feet were facing. I'm afraid now to yeah, talk about that's the next I'm yeah. afraid to talk about the next show now. Okay, go on. Because I'm afraid what Donald Trump would have to say about it. Be afraid. Netflix has rebooted, in a way, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Oh, my God. No, okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so they've completely rebooted it, like, new cast, new... new... It's new Fab Five. It's now just called Queer Eye because one of the episodes, they um, give a makeover to a gay guy who is in the closet who's afraid of coming out because he's afraid he's going to be disowned by his stepmom and that his deceased father wouldn't have approved. Um, this show surprised the hell out of me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Every episode was a cry fest. Every episode. Every single one. So the first um, series of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, the whole concept was it was the 90s. You know, you didn't see a lot of gay people represented on television. So it wasn't really about discussing important issues. It was more about visibility. Right? This is about discussing important issues. They talk about Black Lives Matter. They talk about homosexuality being a sin. They talk about Donald Trump because they are doing this all in a red state of Georgia. And they they, I mean, one of the guys they make over has a Make America Great Again hat. And it's a bunch of really fabulous gay men going into an area that you wouldn't normally think you would see them being accepted in and then breaking down those walls. And it ends up being a show about people talking to each other Instead of talking at each other and in the process, digging people out of whatever emotional trauma they're dealing with to make them feel better about themselves and to pursue, you know, a successful life, whatever that would be. You know, feel comfortable in their own skin, whether it's a old farmer that they're trying to make over who's just still in love with his ex-wife or a closeted gay man who's afraid of being disowned.
0: Do they make someone over every episode? Yes. Yeah.
1: They make them over, they also remodel their houses. There's an episode where they go to a fire station in Georgia and they remodel the fire station and it's all for um, a fundraiser to help them raise money for the community and to, to uh, get more supplies you know to help out. Uh, it's, it's, it was unexpectedly an emotional trip, every episode. Every, we would sit there watching going, and I'm, I would say almost every, every episode I was "Fuck this episode. Mm-hmm. because i just be like sniffly and crying on the couch <laughs> while he's looking smashing in his brand new suit and I'm like god damn this and I kind of have a crush on one of them
0: I was gonna say kind it doesn't hurt that a like little man crush I have a
1: little crush on one on
0: of them on
1: Anthony the food, the, the food and wine guy, guy. Oh. the food guy's is really he's, he's cute so we now know the way to your heart is through food and, through your little furry tum tum, you know <laughs> he kind of, he kind of. I don't have a thing for John Mayer, but he kind of looks like John Mayer. I think it's just the fact that he has this knowledge. No, no, I don't.
0: I think you should. I think everybody should.
1: I once stood next to John Mayer at a at a Ralph's one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> at a Ralph's. Uh, when I was on break from MySpace where I used to work. Self-checkout or Express? Demand? No, it was it regular happened. regular checkout. It was 2007. So you were checking him out. And uh, I was overhearing <laughs> this conversation, and I didn't know who I was standing behind. And he was arguing with his friend about the shirt he was wearing. And I finally <laughs> chimed in because I'm like, uh, guys. What know, time was this? Was 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Uh, At Ralph's. And John he turns Mayer. around, and a drunk John Mayer is standing in front of me wearing a shirt with his face on it. What? <laughs> and his face, and it was a paint. It was like an illustration of his face on his shirt. And he was like, yeah, she's saying it's bad taste that I'm wearing this. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck, this is John Mayer talking to oh me. My God. And I could smell the alcohol on him. Like, what do you say? What was he buying? I don't even remember. More alcohol. Probably. Yeah. So I was like, that's a, it's a good shirt. It's a good shirt. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what else. Like, you live your life, John Mayer. Um, I, think, I
2: think he should run for mayor. Can you imagine if he won? <laughs> yeah.
0: He would.
1: He would. Mayor, mayor? He would. That would be awful. My final uh, uh, show that I think you guys should check out on Netflix is called The Joel McHale Show mm. with Joel McHale, which so, is basically the soup with cussing. And, uh, on Netflix? On Netflix. Yeah. It premiered on Sunday, and it's really good.
0: And international shows.
1: Yeah, he he doesn't just touch on like uh, reality shows in America like he did on The Soup. He does that, and now he also makes fun of Korean shows and oh, Japanese shows. And no, but nobody's th- safe. Yeah, <laughs> and it's great. It's great. Uh, he did a bit where he went to Netflix to give us a tour, and Jim Rash and uh, uh, Oh the old Community alumni. Oh, uh, what's her name from Glow? Who was on Community? Uh, Alison Brie. Yeah, Alison Brie. They they all show Una up. Unikitty. Yeah, she's the original Unikitty. Yeah,
2: you work on Unikitty too. Yeah, uh, yeah. actually, that's the only uh, character, Master Frown, that is just my voice. <laughs> really, <It's laughs> kind of amazing. This is what he sounds like.
0: <laughs> You've just been doing an impression the entire time, the whole time. Yeah.
2: That's they fantastic. actually like just can you just do your? It kept going like less character and just more like, hey,
1: how's it going? All right, Unikitty, you little jerk. Like that's how how he sounds like. You get paid to do that. Yeah, let's come to your work after this. I want to see the magic happen. Um, I'm sure after the Olympics are over, we're going to have a lot of other stuff to talk about because there's a lot of new shows coming, a lot of shows returning, uh, some that are on my radar tonight, Tuesday night, ahead of the, um, the Biggie Tupac series that is coming to USA. I'm sure it's PBS Kids, actually.
2: No, I'm just kidding. The Sorry. Death Row
1: <laughs> Chronicles, which is a six-part docuseries about the rise and fall of Death Row Records, is premiering on BET.
2: So this is in the same vein as, like, the Menendez show, the OJ show, or is it more of like... This is a
1: docuseries, but a what you're docuseries. talking about, yes. The, there the is new, one, right? The, new, the the Yes, the new series that's coming to USA is kind of along the lines of, like, American Crime Story, yeah. and yeah, uh, starring Jimmy Simpson and Bokeem Woodbine, and... Two dudes that look like Tupac and Biggie. Like, I don't, where the hell, like, what else can they do aside from playing Tupac and Biggie? Like, the guy that played Suge Knight in Straight Out of Compton showed up as Suge Knight in the Tupac movie. Like, how, like, your typecast is Suge Knight now. the go-to guy. Of all people, you probably should not choose Suge Knight as your spirit animal for whatever you embody on. What, whatever puts gas in the tank. Oh, and then you run the car over a person. Oh.
0: Oh. <laughs> ding, ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Sorry.
1: Roll
2: the credits.
1: Amazon on Friday, the final six episodes, the back six of season one of The Tick is back. Okay. I don't know if you've seen The Tick. I haven't seen one episode, but I'm interested. So it starts off kind of weak. It started off kind of weak. It was, uh, it's Ben Edlund who created The Tick, mm-hmm. the original series. He moved on to do Supernatural, uh, and now he's back doing The Tick on Amazon and it gets better, okay. And it really grows into its own. And I'm really excited it's back. And uh, starring the voice of uh, Darth Maul, y- y- hmm?
2: Peter Serafinow. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Is the voice of Darth Maul? I Ray didn't... Ray Park was uh, Ray Park was Darth Maul physically, but every time he so... talks, <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah, every time he talked, it was Peter Sarafinowicz. I did not know that. Who plays? Uh, I guess Pete in. Is that right in Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, the asshole. Yeah, the movie. the guy that became the
1: zombie in the shower. Pete, Pete, right? Pete, I, b- I believe so. they call him Pete, and his I name. Is- so. I, I
2: never made that connection, and I love that movie. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> the tick is back on Friday. Two Dope Queens is airing its season one finale on Friday on HBO. I don't know if any of y'all have been watching Two Dope Queens. It's Jessica Williams. Uh, I mentioned her earlier on the Brett Davern show. She was on the Daily Show. She has a podcast and she's uh, with Phoebe. I mean, I could look this up. Her partner is Phoebe Cates, the nope. girl from Gremlins. No. Phoebe. <laughs> I'm just gonna say names only I know. Phoebe Robinson. And they do a show each week on HBO, and it's basically inspired by their podcast, and it's a live comedy show. And they riff with the audience. They bring out stand-up comedians that they've had on their show. The first episode, they brought out Jon Stewart. And they actually gave him a test of how legit New York are you. And had (laughs) him do a taste test of two different pizzas to say which pizza was from Brooklyn and which one was from Queens. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he passed with flying colors. Uh, It's a great show. It's really funny. And uh, I highly suggest you guys watching it. Or highly suggest you guys watch it if you haven't been watching it. Tripping over my own words. What do you want? Because you haven't had coffee. I actually have.
2: Oh, you have? <laughs>
1: it's sitting outside. Oh, man. Sort this of, whole time? Yeah. That doesn't help. Yeah. yeah. should be in here. Is anyone in the room still watching The Walking Dead? Do we care? Sort of. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I have friends that work on the show now. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I, th- I feel like Negan ruined the show. Yeah, because well, Negan yeah. was such a big character in he the comics killed, and there was so killed, much like, buzz. the most
2: lovable character on the show. Yeah, and That's mm-hmm. kind of the end of it,
1: right? He, but he's been, s- he's been chewing all the scenery. I like him. I mean, I think the actor...
2: Yeah, Jeff- Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Morgan he's yeah. fantastic. But yeah, yeah I think well, he, he kind of put the brakes on the momentum of the show. Yeah, and also, I like they're not really did. advancing the...
0: It goes in ebbs and flow. Yeah. yeah.
2: Just, just, remember when they're actually searching for why things were the way they were? Yeah. yeah. And then they stopped? And then yeah. it just became like... Survive. Like wrestling every week?
3: Right.
1: <laughs> right. Well, for those of you still watching or care about The Walking Dead, the season eight mid-season premiere is this Sunday on AMC. Um, season eight? Yeah. Oh. It's going to be the back half of this season. I don't know what's going to happen, but they're, uh, I'm not going to spoil this, but the, the mid-season finale, somebody got bit. <laughs> What, one of which one is of the, the main original name of the show, by the yeah, way. So, <laughs> somebody got bit. <laughs> one of the like, main Can we just make
2: it the One of it? the
1: main characters gonna die. But how soon? I you think really, they're gonna stretch it out for I, half? A I know. Season? Of I know. They are. I know this character died in like the first five issues of the comic, <laughs> and uh, I feel like it's about time. Um Ash versus Evil Dead season three premieres on Sunday. If you it, look, if you're me. And you have The Walking Dead or Ash vs. Evil Dead, one zombie show or another. The I'm going to choose Ash vs. Evil Dead. The one with Bruce Campbell in it? I man. mean, yes. Sure. I mean, yes. Okay. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's premier- oh, yeah. I forgot.
2: This is your show.
1: <laughs> it's premiering on Stars on Sunday, which is exciting because originally people were expecting it to come back during the Halloween season, and it didn't. And Outlander the, the, came back instead. The lead female on Ash vs. Evil Dead is... Diana,
2: Dana DeLorenzo, Dana DeLorenzo. De of course, I mess up her name. Great, but I worked with her and Ross Marquand on a show called. Uh, impress me, guys! No kidding. And it was literally like a show about impressionists. Ross Marquand,
1: who plays Aaron who plays on the, Aaron Walking, the Walking, Dead. Walking
2: Dead, and I remember seeing them in a room together. This was before they booked these shows that launched them into. And I were just, I mean, he has a killer Kevin Spacey, and she has a great Emma Stone
1: impression. I'm gonna bring this up to her next week when she is my guest on this show. Oh, you're kidding me! I am not.
2: She probably doesn't remember me so, because it was literally like. A uh, room, there's people from, like, the Stern Show that was, like, yeah. Rachel Butera, uh, Pian Michaels, there were so many great Impressionists. I, I uh, Jason Lewis, who's now, like, Superman uh, on Justice League, there's so many people in that room that I remember seeing, and especially those two, that I was like, man, those guys are good. Like, I do impressions and stuff, I do mainly animation, but, like,
1: they, they're really good. Like, that's amazing ask her to do her MS- thank you for giving ask me her a to do her gotcha Jonah. question I yeah. will I will please so yes next week on our show on my show on this show it's all of our show Pruner TV Dana DiLorenzo who plays Kelly on Ash vs. Evil Dead will be my guest and I'm very excited about this um, I love the show yeah. and uh, I'm glad season 3 is back even though it's kind of gone through a soft reboot after uh, the showrunner shake up of season 2 but I'm glad it's back. I was worried that Stars was going to cancel it. I hope it still goes through for its five season run. We will see. Um, I'm going to start wrapping up the show now, Eric. Okay. <laughs> why, are you, why are you throwing high fives? Are we high fiving?
0: You have five minutes left, my friend. I do. Oh, should I? Should
1: I? Hey, I'll tell hey, you. So- <laughs> I'll tell you something. <laughs>
0: hey, uh, hey, this... hey!
1: Hey! Hey! Oh, hey! Sorry. Hey. Go. What are you watching, Katie? What What shows do you like? What what's on your what's on your thing? Your your radar. How what how are you living? She said we only have 5 minutes left. I'm living large. There you go. So large. <laughs> should I should, should I throw it to Kelly for the for the British TV update?
0: I mean, it's just old British TV shows that are on Netflix. I mean, every time like I walk in one. the
1: living room, Kelly's watching British television.
0: Because it's the best. I mean, I still need to get caught up on The Crown and Victoria. I mean, I'm behind.
1: of but, but London? She does fall asleep to uh, the great British baking show.
0: It's a great show to fall asleep to. But except for it makes me really hungry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Hey, Eric.
0: Yeah. I just want to hear Eric do lots of voices. Go on. Sorry. I, Eric should do a medley. Speaking of a medley, another thing you talked about on the Brett Davern show this morning.
1: Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I told him about how you uh, can do Homer Simpson and, oh, and how how you of did the, the, the uh... Peter Griffin with Ho- Homer Simpson that blew my mind. Can it's been a while since <laughs> the, and you know Dan Castellaneta
2: is like the funny. He does a Trump. He does Trump on the Simpsons. And anytime anyone does like an. Does impression, he do a hard Trump? He does a hard Trump, <laughs> but it's it sounds like the mayor. It sounds like Mayor Quimby. But with a New York accent, pretty much. Like, uh, the impressions on that show aren't always, like, spot on. And I don't think they're meant to be spot on. I think it's just a caricature of, like, Trump. But when you hear it, you're like, that's Harry Shearer. that's, yeah. you know, Hank right. Azaria or right. Dan Castellaneta. So when I heard them do Trump, it was just the funniest thing ever. But, um, you know, he's primarily Homer Simpson. And uh, I gotta say, this coffee's so delicious. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, Homer.
3: I hope you use non-dairy creamer.
2: Why? Oh, yeah, I forgot I'm lactose intolerant.
1: For those of you who do not know, Eric Bowser is a short Asian Canadian. <laughs> I am? I mean, I am. I mean, I could say that, right? Was that, was that, was that offensive? Yes. And we have to
3: kick those short Asian oh Canadians out. We've got to build a wall made out of ice, <laughs> and we're going to make them pay for it. Build a wall out of ice. Aaron, don't put your nose on the microphone. Lots of spittle has graced that spittle. Game of Thrones has a wall of
1: ice.
2: <laughs> a wall of ice. Is that what you're throwing to? Nope. Game of Thrones? Nope. I don't. Is when is that coming back? <laughs> in like a year. Oh. Yeah. When TV is completely gone?
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, well. <laughs> I guess we'll never know how that ends. Yeah. Seven episodes coming in 2019. But they're developing like four spinoffs. Uh, They're going to oh. have like, you know, like an odd couple style comedy with Khaleesi and... And I Dinklage? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> can
2: we just call him Dinklage?
1: <laughs> and Dinklage. I love that guy. Hey, Eric. Where yes. can people find you on uh, on the internet?
2: Uh, right behind you. No, uh, <laughs> uh, at Bowzilla.com. And I just got verified on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. That was like, oh, thanks, guys. Thanks. That blue check I've mark really it. does something. It for really your does. Ego. It really does. Uh, it, my my profiles are always private because I have like you know family pictures up there and stuff. But uh, the 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 uh, media team behind Woody Woodpecker, they're like, hey, we're going to give you some stuff to advertise the film, and we noticed that you're not verified. I'm like, it's because my account is private and they're like do you want to not be verified anymore yeah i was like do you want to be
1: verified and i was like yeah i guess <laughs> uh kelly do you want to tell people where they can find you
0: not no. very easily not- yeah.
1: nope <laughs> i'm aaron flux on twitter and facebook and instagram that's a a r o n f as in frank l u x and you're listening to pruner tv you could find pruner tv currently on the internet at pruner tv Uh, I have the Twitter up. uh, Be patient with the Facebook and Instagram. Also, if you love listening to this, I get drunk every week on a show called Punch Drunk TV. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and the old internet. Thanks for listening, everyone. Sorry if I rambled too much, but not really. See you next week.